Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to the World Beyond. Welcome to the World Beyond Radio Show. I am your host, Joe Wegent. And as always, we are available on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. For more information on that network or to uh, listen to other shows like ours here, visit www.xzbn.net. I am Joe Wegent, and you are listening to The World Beyond, where we're always going to be talking about things, uh, alternative healing, metaphysics, the paranormal, parapsychology, and the supernatural. Today, we have a special guest with us. His name is Zephyr West, and he is the founder of Knox County Spiders Paranormal. And you can reach him at his website, Knox C-O Spiders, that's K-N-O-X-C-O Spiders.com. Or you can email Zephry at Zephry, that's Z-E-F-F-R-E-Y dot West at U-S dot shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T dot com. Zephry is a paranormal investigations expert and has been in the field for more than 10 years and with his degree in electronics, he actually creates his own evidence capturing equipment. Zephyr, welcome to the show. You're on the world beyond today. How are you doing? Well, thanks for having me, uh, Joe. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, being on here and uh, being able to have an opportunity to talk to you today. Oh, hey, it, it's the pleasure's all on this side of the mic. Let me tell you, we're we're happy to have you on the show, and uh, we're, we're hoping to learn quite a bit from you. So, how long have you been uh, studying the paranormal and and what got you into investigating that and trying to uh, capture the evidence? Well, I will say that, um, believe it or not, um, my story is slightly interesting. Um, my father, uh, Gary West, uh, took me on my very first, uh, I would say, ghost hunt. Uh, and it was back in 1997, and I was 10 years old. And um, I think my dad was more... Um, inquisitive about this and so when uh we went up to a place in um jasper indiana which is dubois county and uh we uh sat in a um i believe it was the uh, shiloh church in jasper and um you know this this was back in 1997 so we we had the old panasonic cassette recorder uh, the old Polaroid camera, his, his police mag flashlight, and a smile, <laughs> and uh, and uh, wow. he was so interested in this. And I was I was ten years old, and I was just along for the ride. And um, you know, I I really didn't have any experiences there besides um, just kind of more or less being scared in the dark in a, an old church with pews creaking all the time and my dad uh you know spooking me around the corner a few times but it was enough to intrigue me that uh, by the time i was 16 years old um and had my driver's license me and my best friend which was cody cannon um decided to go around and um 
Well, you remember back uh, um, when we had the dial-up internet, where uh, you uh, when you had to log on, you had the boom, 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 you know, <laughs> the whole dial-up system. And, and uh, it'd take you five minutes to load up things. But we were more or less searching for things uh, that that were proclaimed to be haunted locations, and we would read the things, you know. Uh, if you drive here and flash your lights three times and, you know, do the hokey pokey, basically, you know, you know, some monster was going to come look at you or you were going to see red eyes or, you know, I, re- I remember doing the uh, haunted railroad checks there in uh, Dubois County as well. And, uh, and it just kind of, it all started rolling into, um, uh, just something that I just really did enjoy to do. And, uh, and really by the time I got to, um, college in the Vincent University and uh, started taking uh, my electronics classes, I was able to tie this hobby of going out and, and looking for the paranormal. It was more of a skeptic side than it was uh, like a paranormal investigator case um, thing. It wasn't until uh, basically uh, Rockport, um, um, the case of Rockport that, um, at the McKinsey Inn that uh, I actually saw something for the first time so it did take a while for me to actually find something but it, it, was, it was an interesting uh, uh, start to it because of starting from a young age with um, basically no equipment to uh, starting coming up to Vincent's University and learning about electronics and how to uh, make the field better with equipment and, and going from there. That is fascinating. We're going to be right back in just a minute, folks. We are talking to Zeph West, who is the founder of Knox County Spiders Paranormal. And we'll be talking more with him on the equipment he uses and the things that he does on investigations. And then we're going to talk about our recent visit to the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois. So stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the World Beyond Radio Show right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com.
shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers its certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back to the World Beyond Radio Show, right here on the X-Zone Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Joe Wegent. Today we're talking to a special guest, Mr. Zephyr West, who is a paranormal investigator and has been for, well, since about the age of 10. And he has gone to Vincennes University to attain a degree in electronics and now develops and designs his own equipment that he uses on his own ghost hunts. Zephyr, welcome back to the show. Oh, yes, it's uh, been a pleasure so far, Joe. Oh, it's going to get even better. So you said that whenever you started going out on ghost hunts, that you uh, started off more as a skeptic than anything else. What, uh, how, how did you go from being a skeptic to now going out and trying to, to capture evidence to prove the existence? Well, that's... Uh... That, that I think uh, that really is a, an, an interesting uh, question because um, I, I was very stubborn about it, um, and I, I could not wrap my head around things like uh, beep your car twice and uh, pull up under the tunnel and flash your lights three times and the um, you know the red eyes would appear or um, you know uh, I believe uh, one of the things in Knox County is the Purplehead Bridge and. I don't know how many times I would go to the bridge and shut the lights off and try to search for the purple head circle in the bridge and, and just trying to um, debunk these cases that uh, that people have seen and heard. Yeah. Urban legends and real ghosting is uh, two entirely different things, aren't they? Yeah. And um, so I, I basically where, where I learned the transition is when I decided to take um, the role um, on a client side. And what I mean by that is is that um, I, I was doing it for so long, I, I understood what, um, at least I thought I understood, of what a, a spirit energy is supposed to be made of and using my electronic background of how to um, um, detect or enhance um, the the spiritual energy, and once I started putting these um, pieces together, um, then I started feeling a little more confident with myself um, to go out and try to work with some clients. Now, Joe, uh, uh, you know uh, um, Bill Miller very well. Um, it was, I believe, in October of 2012. I uh, went to the WNIN Carpenter House in Evansville, and uh, this is where I had a chance to meet uh, Bill Miller and had a chance to work with him. And um, when when I was up there, it seemed that um, Bill and I uh, connected very well. We decided to do some um, investigating uh, together, even though he was hosting the event. Um, we kind of tag-teamed quite a bit, and... Um, a relationship formed, uh, and I and I mean a true friendship relationship formed between Bill Miller and myself. And um, once that relationship formed, I learned what paranormal networking means, and um, that is very crucial in this field of paranormal investigators, because Joe, you have a talent, and I don't share the same talent that you do. 
I don't have the feelings and understand or hear things or uh, things like um, like uh, like a psychic would would be able to um, um, share during an investigation. And, and Bill Miller has done investigations for so long that he knows what to do at the right moment. And and where I share on the networking side is that I understand what the equipment is and what it's supposed to do. And I also um, create equipment to create new opportunities in that field um, based upon theory. And, and I uh, try to bring that to the network side of it as well. And um, I will say that um, speaking of this equipment, uh, one of my favorite pieces of equipment to use is the ovulus. And um, I'm not uh, to try to help and explain what um, what the the ovulus basically um, will do is that um, I'm trying to um, <laughs> um, the ovulus it's is more of an based, algorithmic type of. Yeah, yeah, it is, and and it has uh, changed throughout the time. And, and if you've uh, seen some of the TV shows, they kind of start out with the Novulus X, and it was a programmable device. It's basically a, an ITC um, instrument, which is a instrument transcommunicator. And so, basically, um, what it will try to do is uh, manipulate um, these. Um, um, basically, these um, the, the changes that 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 are made uh, said that the paranormal will change the environment. That that's the word I was looking for. The environmental changes around, and and it will trigger um, uh, the potential for the uh, the device to actually take that uh, change and calculate it to a word, and then uh, move uh, uh, and and make that word display. Um, uh, visually, as well as um, as as you could actually hear it with your own ear with through the device. Now, um, now I believe that depending on which ovulus you use is the the size of the database that has the words in it. Um, as as you move farther up, I believe the ovulus four has somewhere a little bit over two thousand uh, predefined words. Um, and it also has a log on it too that you can go back and put a USB cord in and 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 go through all the words that you have got that night and and see what your log states and see if you can see um, something uh, like a pattern or, or something that goes along with the questions that um, that you were asking throughout the night. But when I went to um, the Thomas House Hotel and this was back in uh, I believe 2013. This is where I caught a piece of evidence that um, blows my mind still to this day. And um, I, I once again was joined with uh, Team SIPI, which is Southern Indiana Paranormal Investigators, led by um, Bill Miller. And we were at the Thomas House Hotel, and we decided to actually go across the road to where this church was. Now, in the ovulus, um, you have a what is called a dictionary mode that you can go through the 2,000-some-odd words, or you can put it in what's called phonetic mode. Now, phonetic mode basically takes that change of the environment, finds the closest syllable, not word, syllable, and actually states the syllable that it makes. So it more or less makes noises than it does the actual word and displays, which to me is a more accurate way of uh, searching for something um, because it doesn't go through 2,000 words to pick the closest. It actually tells you exactly what it's trying to get. Now, to the best part of the story is that we are here in the Thomas House Hotel, and we have uh, uh, some some uh, individuals and some chairs circled around. We're asking some questions, going around the horn, and uh, allowing some time to talk through. And um, we um, are. I, I I I turned on the ovulus, and all of a sudden, um, I asked the question. Um, well, were you a pastor? And then. Uh, I, I don't understand how the answer comes through, but it, it, it's there. The ovulus said, Zeph West. It said my name. Is that right? And and I have the recording on my website, www.noxcospiders.com. That video is on there. 
and um, and Bill and I talked talked about this for a while, and for the obvious to say Zeph West, one, uh, it it really <laughs> it got me it got me the goosebumps, which is hard to do, but when you get your name called out, <laughs> uh, it is um, something that you don't forget, and one, I I sure must have hit the button right because for me to decide to put it in phonetic mode i got that piece of evidence and if i would have had it in dictionary mode it wouldn't have known to say zeph west because that's not one of the two thousand options for the database to choose from through that generator so using phonetic mode i was i got the best piece of evidence i i could have uh, received which was my name in tennessee and i don't know how the um how how I got my name said I don't, I don't know how it knew my first and my last name uh I didn't introduce myself and and this is what we love about the paranormal world we don't understand these kind of things and that's why we're out there trying to search about it and try to learn uh about it but how did a device say Zeph West in Tennessee and and it blows my mind now, how often when you're using a device like that, will you get something that's being said on the ovulus, but yet also on your um, audio recorder, you're getting something that's possibly inaudible to humans, but the recorder can pick up? And how many instances have you seen where what's being picked up on the recorder matches what's being broadcast to the ovulus? You know, that is an excellent question. And actually, to be honest with you, the, the answer right now is zero. I have not ever gotten anything as an EVP that matches what the ovulus actually states. Now, I'm not saying it's um, not possible, but as far as the investigations that I have done, um, it it's almost, it, it, it becomes, when do you use the equipment? Um, I use a REM pod, and whenever the REM pod goes off, which is based upon static and how strong the static is, is that um, what device do I want to use now? Do I want to use the ovulus and try to take it? Do it's like a gambling game. <laughs> do I want to take a chance and use the ovulus and see if I can get a word said that's easy to understand and read, or do I take a chance with the digital recorder and get an EVP? Um, and sometimes um, it's it's best to to um, to use uh, whichever one in whatever situation you think is is best. Um, a lot of times you will see me use the ovulus whenever um, it seems like uh, that the the uh, you've been doing an investigation and there's not a whole lot going on and um, you you start maybe getting that feeling that something's starting to come in and um and uh you start recognizing some some difference uh maybe temperature change or maybe a couple noises that you know you didn't make maybe now you can kind of use the ovulus um and try to direct to what how you want your investigation to go but as soon as you know something's there and you can really detect that um you're ready to really capture that piece of evidence to prove that um that something's there I think it's time to turn off your ovulus and put on your digital recorder to try to collect that EVP because the EVP is going to probably be more uh, valuable than, than what your ovulus is going to say. Yeah. I saw you using the ovulus down at the uh, the morgue uh, coolers down at uh, Waverly Hills earlier this year, and I thought that was uh, pretty fascinating there. And uh a lot of what was coming across on the ovulus was also what I was picking up uh, while we were trying to uh, connect with one of the, the uh, spirits of one of the nurses down there in that, that particular room. And that was, uh, it was interesting seeing the ovulus kind of saying about the same things that I was picking up with uh, my abilities of what I do. We're talking to Zeph West today right here on the World Beyond Radio Show. And for more information on uh, Zeph West and his paranormal investigations group, you can always go to knoxcospiders.com. And we'll be right back after a few minutes. And you're listening to the World Beyond Radio Show right here on the X Zone Broadcast Network. 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Welcome back to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent, and we are right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Today we're talking to Zeph West, who is the founder of Knox County Spiders Paranormal and the uh, website knoxcospiders.com. Zeph, we've been talking about spiders all morning. Is that an acronym? What does spiders stand for? Yes. <laughs> Uh, spiders is actually, um, it was, it was a fun little story. Um, hold on one second, Joe. (laughs) Yes, sir. 
apologize for that. We had a speaker go off here. Uh, so basically, uh, they you're, just you're have quite no respect for radio, do they? <laughs> <laughs> so your your question is about the spiders, and and I tell you, this this came into that transition mode when I decided that it was time to go and uh, and. Uh, uh, jump into glory here and 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 come become a paranormal group instead of um uh being the skeptic guy and and uh, and once I really decided to change that um the best way to do that is to actually come up with some kind of a group and to to do that um me and my wife decided that uh, we were going to do this together now my wife shares a little bit of the same um uh talent that you have Joe and and uh, her main focus though is um EVPs that so she'll take the recorders and go through them and and look at them very um very hard and and try to find uh, the distinct EVPs which allows me more time to focus on um equipment and video and photography but um mm-hmm. the the spiders came into play because we we got done with an investigation and I believe it was out of Terre Haute and we were on the way back to Vincennes, and we decided to stop at the Denny's restaurant there. And we were we decided that we needed to come up with a name. And believe it or not, I really liked the word spy because I thought it was kind of neat that we go in the dark and, and, and more like little spies, you know. And um, so to me, spy was kind of the start of it. And so we tried to put acronyms together, which was um, SPI, which was solving paranormal investigations, and so that's where SPI came in. But uh, as I was talking to Michelle, I told her, I said, you know, what I want to do as an investigator, and probably what clients and people that want to hire an investigating group to come in, is not just come in and um, and do an investigation. They want to know that this person is coming in and collecting data and, and is going to try to solve this case. So to do that, you need results. So after I started writing SPI and, and there was a you know an, an R in there for results, I, I kind of started trying to put something together and. Um, you know, I started thinking about, well, we need to deliver the results. So I put a D in there, so I got the Solving Paranormal Investigations While Delivering Extreme Results. And that's where the acronym SPIDER comes in. And uh, so we decided from that day we were going to be called the Knox County Spiders. So I had to go through the same process whenever I developed my group called EPIC, the Evansville Paranormal Investigations and Consulting. Because I, I wanted to be able to be a, a medium-led group that would come in and actually try to communicate with what was going on and trying to let people in the house know that, you know, this is what's happening and this is why it's happening and this is, you know, what's causing all these things to go on. So that, that's very interesting. So how many um, well-known haunts have you investigated and how many um, client-led investigations have you performed? Well, um, okay, so as far as clients go, I'd, I would have no clue of the, the actual number um, to tell you as a precise number. I'm going to say it's somewhere in the 100s, um, at 100, I'd say somewhere 150. Um, I'd say that uh, a lot of them come from um, the southern Indiana, uh, the central Indiana area. Um, I have gone um, to... Um, Kentucky. Um, I've been to Illinois, um, and I think that's basically kind of the, the my little tri-state area that that I try to help cover. Um, as far as uh, big locations that I've been, um, like you said earlier, Joe, we we uh, work together down at Waverly Hills Sanatorium down in Kentucky. Um, sure. I have done the WNIN uh, Carpenter House in Evansville with uh, Team Sippy, as well as the Thomas House Hotel in uh, Tennessee. Um, believe it or not, I know this is a small place, but I really enjoy going there, and that is the Rockport Inn. Um, that's uh, in, in Rockport, Indiana, Spencer County. Um, uh, but uh, really, as far as any other big names, um, uh, I think that those are probably the bigger ones. That I have uh, mm-hmm. been involved with. So, 
whenever a client calls you up and they say, okay, I've got, uh, you know, pictures flying off the walls and there's doors slamming. And I think I saw a shadow in my hallway and they're describing some of these things to you. Um, describe the process that you go through whenever you get the phone call or you get the email and someone says, I have problems and I don't know why. What, what, what do you do from there? Our first step that we like to do is um, we, we normally um, do a, uh, a quick phone call. We try to get in contact with them on our website. It allows you to put in your name, your, your uh, email address, and your, your phone number. And uh, we try to use that information to get a hold of uh, the, the client. And um, believe it or not, um, my, my wife and I, Michelle, uh, we are the ones, uh, well, we, we kind of operate things slightly different um, in, in, in this uh, way. Uh, one of us is going to talk to uh, the client, and the other one person that doesn't, um, doesn't get to know any information. And and most of the time, it's going to be Michelle talking to the client, and I get to be the one left in the dark, literally. <laughs> and so the uh, the idea here is that um, when when I go into the client's home, I don't want to know anything about it, and and I'm going to go in with my uh, my equipment, and I'm going to try to prove um, something is there, and I'm going to try to come up with the same thing that the person that called us wants to um, want to know is true or not. And so uh, most of the time, Michelle will have all the information down in a notebook that I don't get to see, and, um, and, and we take it from that way because then it just kind of helps. In my mind, it helps prove um, that what we're trying to do um, with, with cameras and EVPs and ovuluses, that our equipment is working. And uh, that being said, I, I like the fact that um, when the equipment is not working as well, because when um, there's nothing in the room and your ovulus doesn't go off and the REM pod isn't triggered and you don't get any EVPs on your equipment, that's a, that, that's a sign that nothing was there, and that is an answer. Nothing was there. Now, whenever the ovulus goes off and the REM pod's going off and your mail meter starts reading things and your equipment starts working, then you know that you have a possibility of a presence being with you and your equipment starts to work. And it's a good feeling when, it, when it's all working both, both ways. So, but that's what the spider team really tries to do is go in and solve those cases, but then we try to deliver that extreme result at the end for the case to be uh, finalized. I. I also uh, agree with what you said there that sometimes if I'm on an investigation and, you know, I don't use equipment, um, whenever I go on scene and I just don't feel anything happening in the house at all, um, it can be, you know, somebody like me can really start to doubt themselves. You know, am, am I really not on today? Am I not tuned in? You know, uh, questions start really going through the mind. But when I'm working with teams like yours and, and with Bill's, and I'm picking up on things and then I'm hearing all of your equipment starting to go off that kind of boosts my confidence where I can say, okay, all right, I, I'm, they're getting what I'm getting only we're just getting it differently. So that's, that's kind of a, uh, a bonus. So in all of the, your years that you have been investigating, uh, the presence of spirit and, uh, the, uh, the presence of ghosts and, and hauntings that have been going on. What is your opinion of what happens to us when we die? Now, that is a, a very uh, good question. And, you know, obviously the answer is kind of, it, 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 <laughs> how, how do you answer that in, in a way that we can only do the research that we do and, and try to um, kind of guess here? Uh, who, who knows the real answer, right? Um, but I, I'm a very religious person, Joe, and um, I, I love going to church on Sundays. I, I enjoy uh, uh, my worship time. And, um, but I do consider myself religious, and what I mean by that is, is that I'm not just a denominational kind of person. I look at different various religions, whether it's... Uh, Christianity obviously is, is number one, especially in the United States. You know, you, you think of um, Hinduism, right? You think of uh, Buddhism. And um, it, it's kind of interesting because the only 
um, religion that doesn't really talk a lot about spirits is Christianity. <laughs> and, and that's the one that I'm part of. Isn't that something? It, it, it is. And, and I tell you what, and, and, and believe it or not, it, it did bug me a little bit um, for a while, because, because I, I really participate in, in my church, and I, and I love going to church. And, um, and I know you've got to hear me talk a little bit at McPike, and one of the things that I always do bring up is that I try to use my spirituality as a, uh, uh, as a pro thing in, in, when I do the investigations. And, um, and so I study pretty hard on the Christianity side and, and looking in the Bible. And, and Joe, um, something that, that hit home to me, and, and I hope that, um, uh, that this goes out and maybe can touch others that uh, have tried to search for this um, question, because the Old Testament does kind of clearly state that, um, that once you pass on, you go to heaven or you go to hell, and that's kind of the end. Um, but I found this verse, and it is in the chapter of Luke twenty four thirty nine, And this is after um, the crucifixion and Jesus has uh, arose. And uh, Jesus says this, Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. He, say, he goes on to say, Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see, that I have. Now, uh, depending on what uh, version that you're, that you're reading, you might see the word ghost, you might see the word spirit. But, um, I, I'm, Joe, when I read that verse, that was enough to really tell me that it was okay to do what I do uh, on the, as a Christian. Um, because if Jesus can compare himself that when he arose, that, no, I, I'm Jesus, I arose. Now, if I was a ghost... I would have no flesh. I would have no bones. You, 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 know, you try to touch me, you would walk through me. You know, it's Casper's real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and um, and when I got that, I was so glad that I read that, and, and it hit home to me because my my um, my Christianity is very important to me, and um, I am currently working on uh, my 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 book right now. I am hoping to have it done here at the end of 2016, and my book is called I Believe. And and it talks about that believing. Amazing. It, it, Seth it is, West is our ghost, our, our guest here today on the World Beyond Radio Show. We are going to have to cut to a break for just a few minutes, and you are listening to the World Beyond on the X Zone Broadcast Network. We'll be right back with Zeph West in just a minute. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the X-Zone Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune in to Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with Spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7, 365.
Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent, and we're broadcasting here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network from Hamilton, Ontario. Our special guest today is Zeph West, who is the founder of Knox County Spiders Paranormal, and he can always be reached on his website, knoxcospiders.com. Before we went to break, Zeph was talking about the book that he's hoping to uh, be finished uh, with before the end of the year called I Believe. Tell us more about that, Zeph. Yeah, um, currently uh, trying to finish up on this uh, the book I've been writing. Um, I, I was in high hopes to have it more done towards uh, October of 2016. I'm probably going to be pushing that off towards the end of um, probably uh, November, December. 
but I uh, still have it in in, uh, in line to be done in 2016. The title of the book is I Believe, and it took me a little bit to decide what I was going to title the book, uh, more or less after it was wrote, before I decided what I was going to call it. And the reason why is because where I talk about believing in spirits, I also talk about believing in God. I also talk about believing in um, just just yourself as well. So um, so you have to believe in yourself. You got to believe that uh, anything you put your mind to, anything that um, that really is a passion to you, you have to jump. You can't hold back. You've got to jump. You've got to do that. You've got to believe in yourself. And I believe in God, and I do believe in these spirits that that um, that we're out to um, do these paranormal investigations for. And and the whole book really ties everything together, all the way from um, uh, starting out at ten years old with with my father at the Shiloh Church, uh, and and it and it ends with um, I, b- I believe um, uh, McPike, uh, and I, I currently just started writing about um, our uh, McPike trip uh, just uh, <laughs> not too long ago. And so um, I'm yes. hoping to even have that segment in, in the book as well. So, but um, that that is uh, the goal for the 2016 is is to have this book, um, and um, there, I'm sure there'll be more information on the on the website when when it is finally um, gone through and published. Well, you let us know when that book is out, and we'll have you back on the show, and we'll let you uh, talk about the book for a while, and we'll help you uh, promote that. So. You and I went to the McPike Mansion on September 10th of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have you been to McPike? I have been to McPike two different times, um, and and basically they they were both about a year apart. I, I went the year before, and then I went uh, this year. Now the year before was more of just a uh, a private um, lockdown with, um, and we were joined with Team Sippy, and um, we we. Uh, we're able to um, do some do some fun things uh, as far as doing some investigation, but we also had some tents and some camping out stuff, and be able to have a good time and, and then do some ghost hunting on the side. And um, I was not able to prove anything um, the, the the visit from two two years ago. Um, we did have some pretty interesting things happen with um, some walkie-talkies, and and I believe that we actually did see a few things with their own eyes um and hear some noises like um um up in the i believe the uh, main floor while we were in the cellar but um none of that was um able to be uh processed to use as evidence but uh this year um i believe uh we have captured a shadow figure and this shadow figure was captured with um, the uh, spider blackout cam. And what's interesting about the blackout hmm. cam is that it is triggered based upon motion. It was set up on the main floor, looking um, where, where the stairwell uh, starts to go up to the uh, second floor, and um, the door opening to the, the um, to the left side of the stairwell. <laughs> and um, this, like I said, this camera is triggered off motion, and this this camera is um, by itself on, on that floor. Um, we were um, we were so, some people were out by the um, fire, and some of us were down in the wine cellar. And um, so apparently, something with motion uh, decided to trigger the camera. Now, when the camera goes off, it takes five pictures. And they are a little bit less than a second apart. So when you see the record, the actual photo itself, it tells you the temperature, and it tells you the time, with the date. Now on the time, it it goes from the hour, the minute, and the second. So you can see the five different shots with the five different second changes. And on the, um, believe it's the second, third, and fourth picture. You can see the shadow figure come towards the steps through the door, turn back, and go back through the same door just came out of, and then the fifth picture, it's out of the doorway. So as, as you watch these five pictures in actual motion, 
you can actually see the shadow figure very well. Now, you would not have been able to see it on one picture. You, you wouldn't have been able to notice that that was really a shadow figure. But as you watch the, the, the photos rotate, uh, it is a very clear, distinctive shadow figure that comes from the, uh, the left room to the main room where the staircase is. Um, now, one, one thing that uh, I do as a paranormal investigator is, is um, I, I really use my networking resources very well. So that means that just because I think this is a shadow figure, I don't go, woohoo, here we go. I like to use my resources. So I, I called my uh, good friend Bill Miller, and I said, hey, I have something. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I want you to take a look at it and see what it is uh, or what you think it could be. And uh, as I sent him the, the information, and he looked at it and his programs and deciphered it and, and tried to think of what it could be, he came back to me and he said, you know what, Seth, I think you caught a shadow figure. And I was like, that is perfect, because I have tried to debunk this every which way, and I think it's a shadow figure as well. Once we uh, made the decision that, uh, that we something? both... Yeah, once we made the decision that um, that both of us agreed on it, uh, we decided to take it to uh, a very nice lady who owns McPike, which, which is Sharon and uh, and George. And uh, those two are great people to uh, get to know and work with. And Sharon um, went to look at it, and, and uh, she, uh, she messaged me back saying, this is great stuff. We really appreciate uh, you guys coming up here and, and being able to collect this data. And, and and, and Joe, I know we talked about what um, what, what spider stands for, but that means so much to me of what our title is. That every day when I do these investigations, my goal is is not to be on um, the, the Ghost Hunters TV show. My goal is to help people like Sharon and those clients out there that know that something's there, but they can't prove it. Besides, just walk in there and listen for a while, <laughs> you know, and. And we we want to solve these paranormal Precisely. investigations and deliver the extreme results, and, and that's exactly what we did at McPike this year. I know a lot of people, um, including you, we were in the wine cellar. We had some things going on. We heard noises, and um, we we tried to use the proper equipment to take photos, and and we were able to catch that piece of that shadow figure of uh, what we were hearing that night, and and that means that the world to me. That um, because we all knew something was there, we could feel it. We and 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 to see that shadow figure captured, that means that everything was worth it, you know. And 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 I'm going to steal this from Bill Miller. We do these investigations, and it's like 90% of the night you're just sitting in the dark twiddling your thumbs. <laughs> but the 10% of the night that exactly. everything goes so well and, and you catch those pieces and it is enough to, to get us crazy folks back at it again, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I've always loved to well, say you know, about we that. We had a lot of experiences down there in that cellar. We had a lot of experiences down in that cellar that night. And, you know, the, uh, the rim pod, the, the glow in the dark top kept fading in and out. And, yeah. uh, we, we heard footsteps above us and, you know, the two people behind me could feel a cold spot between them. So, you know, we, they had a pretty good idea. There was something standing between them. Uh, I documented all this on the blog that, uh, I wrote on this, uh, uh investigation and uh, I posted that up on, on uh, all of my social sites. We had a, a lot of really good experiences there. And I was hoping that you would have captured something on your equipment that really would have uh, at least verified or validated the, the things that we were feeling with our bodies and, and, and experiencing with ourselves down there. You know, there was 20 people down there and everybody walked away with uh, a real good, solid feeling that we weren't alone in that room. That is so true. That is so true, Joe. So, have uh, have you had any? We only have a uh, a minute here, but have you had any real harrowing experiences outside of evidence collection during your investigations? Uh, well, we only have a minute here, so uh, just a quick story. That the only time that I could say that I really saw something with my eyes that really got me was at the, the Rockport Inn. I was um, actually in the dining room. I had the equipment set up, 
And I, like I say, I don't get the feelings and stuff like um, some of the other um, people with their talents do. But when my equipment started going off like the REM pod, then my my attention was ready. And, uh, and boy, when I turned to look at the table and I saw this tall guy with a top black hat looking at me, uh, I lost it. <laughs> and uh, I became a believer then with my own eye. So, but um, Joe, um, I want to thank you for having me here on the the, the World Beyond Radio Show, and um, you know this adds a little bit to the resume here that I've uh, been on the radio. Uh, we have been on uh, the Channel Seven uh, Haunted Hometown, and uh, we've been in multiple articles in the Sun Commercial, and um, you know now we've now it's been on the World well, the Beyond Radio Station. Ours. So our special guest today has been Zeff West, and he is a paranormal investigation uh, investigator with Knox County Spiders. And you are listening to the World Beyond Radio Show. I'm your host, Joe Wegent. And we are on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And you can always reach me at joe at Ricky Choice.